If my man was fighting in some unholy war, I'd be behind him, straight shook up beside him with the strength he didn't know. It's him I'm fighting for. He can't lose with me in tow. I refuse to let him go at his side and drunk on pride we will for the blue me i wanna die too i like to that was uh unholy war by amy winehouse uh a a dead but beautiful jewish woman r.i.p there's a war going on outside no man is safe from Oh no, the bombs are coming. We gotta run. That's only funny because I'm in Maryland. Ooh, but if I was on the ground in Gaza, that shit would be serious. Fighting and fighting and more fighting. Wars, wars, and rumors of wars. Let's count the wars. Okay, we got the war in uh, Ukraine. One! We got the war in uh, Gaza. Uh, is that a war? Is that a war? Is that a war? Like, if you put me on a peewee football team, is that really a game? Or oh, mockery of a game? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not going to say too much. I don't want to be called anti-semi word. They just tossing that shit around. And, and, like, honestly, the word is, like, losing its power. As a black man, racism has lost some of its power in this country when you call non-racist things racism. Can we talk about it? Should I even be talking about this? This shit can get you killed. This type of shit that they'll ban you at some comedy clubs if you make a joke about this conflict. Or they'll pull you to the side and say, hey, look, brother, you want to keep making your $25 a spot here, you got to stop talking about this shit. Which is disgusting, man. I think that's part of the reason why I'm, I'm like, uh, on the outside looking in a little bit. I say what the fuck I want to, man. If the people laugh, I'm going to say it. And I don't need to be hurting feelings. I just bring up topics that motherfuckers ain't comfortable with sometimes. And that'll get you, like, shunned by the gatekeepers of the community. <laughs> it will, nigga. Uh, war. Oh, yeah, I'm counting the wars. Got the one in Gaza. Got the one in Ukraine. Got the one in Syria that nobody talks about anymore. That's like... It's old news, buddy. That's not a good. That's not a good one for the headlines. So we shall not be speaking about what we're doing in Syria. But that's another one. Was that three? All right. And then you got uh, tensions rising between America because of what's going on in Taiwan. And then what happened in Philippines last week? The Philippines is weird shit last week. Phil- like a, a a battleship from Philippines and a battleship from China just ran into each other. Like y'all niggas playing bumper cars. So there's wars and wars and rumors of war. The one overseas, the Israel-Palestinian one, is a tough one for people because uh, it's like an unfair fight. 
you know? Got people dying for a terrorist group. It's very weird. But, you know, one encouraging thing about it is, like, the young young Jewish people are against this thing, too. Mm, interesting. Are the tides turning? Could it be because of all of the information on the Internet? Could it be? Because back in the day, man, the news tell you one thing. You got to believe it because there ain't no other. You got to go to Alex Jones back in the day. You, know, you listen to him one time, people think you, uh, you're a gay frog. Ah, uh, yes. And the, the U.S. Pentagon did a weird flex the other day, nigga. They just out the blue, like, like you know, nobody asked them to announce this, but they announced that they have a nuclear bomb, twenty-four times the powerful twins. Um, get it out, nigga! <laughs> nuclear bomb that is twenty-four times more powerful than the one dropped on Nagasaki, Hiroshima. Twenty-four times more powerful. Like what, they, dude? You talk about putting your dick on the negotiating table at the beginning of negotiations. All right, let's do business. <laughs> Before we uh talk about this peace shit, we want to let you know we got a peacemaker 24 times bigger than a Nagasaki. Hiroshima. All right, damn, niggas. Interesting. I don't know what I'm going to do if this shit pop off. I do know one thing, though. I'm moving straight out of New York City the next day. I'm like, all right, yo. I'm going to rent a U-Haul. I'm going to pack all my belongings and go down south. I know what I'm saying, Derek, why would you go down south? Man, this shit pops off. We talking about a world war. A world war. I mean, everybody fighting. It's like that song, but a little different, you know, that song. Everybody was Kung Fu fighting. Ooh, them cats were fast as lightning. It's kind of like that, but a little different. And the entire world was fighting. Them bombs flying fast as lightning. New York's going to be a little too frightening. Yeah, I believe it. Because, you know, New York is a big target. The enemy be thinking, man, we're going to hit them here, here, and here. It will cripple their ability to fight war. So first you hit New York. Cause that's, that's the money-making spot, man. And like, you know, money's a big part of war. So I'm going to leave. I'm going to go down south and I'm going to open a storefront and I'm become a preacher. Ah, and all my sermons are going to be about doom, doomsday prophecy. The world's in and today. So what you need to do is lift your soul of that burden. You got all that money. And that's a burden upon your soul. You need to send that money to me. Send it to me. Ooh, I'll be a rich preacher too. And then they'll do an interview like 60 minutes. Pastor Thompson, what are you doing with all this money you got from your parishioners? Well, I done bought a piece of land in Wyoming and uh, building tunnels. And I got me a doomsday bunker because uh, of shit by the end. And, uh, I can't go to heaven when the shit go down, right? That'd be the easy way out. What I got to do, I got to survive. And then I lead souls to heaven after the apocalypse. That's when the real work starts. <laughs> That's when the real building begins. Yes, and uh, I'm not going to go by myself. I'm going to take some people with me. Matter of fact, I am uh, searching for... Um, some people right now to help me with some clerical work. I need some secretaries. You don't have to be able to read. You don't have to be able to write. But you do have to have the right body measurements. 36, 24, 36. Oh, she's a brick. House. She's my secretary. Letting them tear this hang all out. She's a brick. 
She's the one, the only one to get my paperwork done. Ow, take a bow, take a bow, take a bow, wow, take a bow, take a bow, take a bow, wow, take a bow, take a bow, take a bow, wow. Ow, during that music break is when I um we talk about her raise, right? And I said, you got to raise this dick to get that money, honey. I'm kidding. I would never do that shit. I would die in the apocalypse with everybody else because I am a team player. <laughs> I'm a team player. I should joke about this shit because this shit's a serious, man. People taking it like a, like it's football. It's, it's, it's scary, man. Hear the shit people be saying about this shit. A, terror, a, a terrorist group hit Israel. And then you got Israel bigwigs talking about, we have to get rid of the entire population in Gaza. What, nigga? That shit sounds like a like a, a final solution. Where have we heard that before? <laughs> ah, Derek, stop talking about that shit. I think that's part of the reason why I've been delaying this, this podcast, because that shit been on my mind. I'm like, man, let's talk about this shit. And then the... Uh, the uh, money-hungry business side of my comedic brain is like, nigga, don't say that, nigga. You, 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 uh, uh, you fuck up the money. <laughs> I can't believe that comedy club, that band people, man, I had a lot of respect for them, man. I'm like, yo, y'all, let the artists work, man. What you think George Carlin would be doing if he was alive? Huh? How you think he'd be talking about this shit? What What the fuck you think Richard Pryor would be saying if he was alive? Huh? What the fuck you think he'd say about this shit? Are you going to ban Dave Chappelle? Because Dave Chappelle done made his uh, <laughs> made his feelings known. Is Dave now banned? Is that what we're doing? i tell you what, man. Rich white f- folks are trying to force <laughs> you to say some shit. <laughs> I'm kidding, white people. It's not just y'all. Any person in power, be they black, white, Puerto Rican, or Haitian, it's got to be hard for them to be my way on the highway because they got the power to do so, man. So, like, most of the motherfuckers will do that shit. My way on the highway. Where's the benevolent leader when we need one? Huh? Where's King Arthur? Huh? Where's, uh, where? what's that Persian king that everybody said was so great? Cyrus? The first? Cyrus the Great? Cyrus the Benevolent? Oh, uh, that's interesting when you talk about, like, historical figures like that. Because they were great in conquest alone, but like a great person, nah, you ain't want to be on the wrong end of Alexander's sword. <laughs> Alexander the Great and his boyfriend, Ephaestion. Something like that. I remember watching that movie, I was like, damn, Alexander the Great had a boyfriend? What? The boyfriend showed up at this nigga's wedding night. Oh, Alexander, why would you share a bed with a woman? They're like so ill. <laughs> if I should relax, I must spread my seed. I'm the king. And I must have an heir. And you know, a female can never be an heir. <laughs> what am I talking about? Oh, yeah. Alexander, he won't grave. He's a brute. Caesar, everybody loves Caesar. This nigga was one of the most murderous niggas ever to walk the planet. And he's been dead for centuries now. And what this nigga got to show for it? A salad. (laughs) He would have chopped your head off if you tried to name a salad after this nigga when he was alive. My Lord Caesar, the people of the village have made something for you. 
Yes, what is it? It is called the Caesar salad. You made me a salad. You made me a salad. The man that brought Rome together, made it more powerful than ever. I defeated the Gauls, and you bring me a salad. Give me my sword. He would have stabbed the shit out your ass. Nigga, bring him a salad. You better bring this. You better sacrifice a bull for this nigga. This is the wildest shit up. This nigga has a salad. Ain't nothing more uh, uh, life reaffirming and and, 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 and and strength replenishing than a salad, the greens. You name a salad, I'd one of the most murderous motherfuckers <laughs> ever to walk the earth. Shit, I should have been a goddamn general. What I got? I ain't got no goddamn salad. But I digress. All right, let's get off this. This this very brutal war trip we're on. Let's talk about um. Uh, let's talk about some news out of Ohio. Yeah, the Ohio counselor charged with having sex with a thirteen-year-old kid, arrested again for going to the same kid's house with a gun and threatened to kill herself and the kid's mother. Like, first of all, we need to get this kid in some counseling because um. He's going to be out of control. 13-year-old dick got this counselor lady going crazy. All right. All right, guys, let's play a game. I'm give you three chances to guess her ethnicity. <laughs> or her <laughs> race. <coughs> I forgot who I heard. I think it was Candace Owens said, uh, uh, teachers have sex with underage kids is a, a white woman crime. <laughs> Say what you want about Candace, but she be dropping some real shit sometimes. It's funny. And it is. It is always a white woman crying. All these teachers are white. I wonder if anyone's doing any research on this. Why? Is it white teachers? And where were these teachers in the late 90s when I could have used one? And I mean used in the biblical sense. <laughs> like god damn and then like how good was he fucking her that she went to jail for fucking him and then came out and went to the house with a gun and threatened to kill his mother and herself I wonder what like you know you don't make threats without having a caveat I don't know if caveat is the right word to use right there but I like it caveat I'll have a caveat with cheese but like you know, what was it? She like, fuck you, gotta fuck me a kid, or I'm gonna shoot your mom, and then I'm killing myself. And how did he talk her down? Thirteen year old, I wouldn't know how to talk her down. That's wild shit. Like all these date naps out here, and they got a picture of her. She's not that bad, you know. Scale of one to ten, you know how I hate rating people on a scale of one to ten. That is uh, very sexist, and I am uh, a feminist, despite the fact that I got a, a dick and two balls. But you know, if I'm rating her, she's like a, a five, six. But she been crying in this picture, man. So you know, maybe <laughs> you should smile. You should smile, sweetheart. <laughs> maybe she smiles a little better. But damn. 
I'm thinking, like, bitch, if you want some dick that bad, you can go out to a fucking bar and you can fucking get any random dude named Derek in there that's been drinking whiskey to fuck you. Shit, I'll fuck you in the bathroom. That's fun. It's a little risque. So what, we get thrown out of a bar? You know how many bars Brooklyn got? I can go drink somewhere else up the block. Matter of fact, you be a, a complete miscreant in one bar. Fuck you, motherfucker. I'll fight everybody here. Get thrown out, get yourself together, and then and walk 20 paces. Like, Hi, guys. How are y'all? Have a... Oh, I see you got a beer and shot combo. I'll have a beer and shot. I have a whiskey shot. And give me that Michelob. Uh... <laughs> The champagne abyss. Man, that's fucking doable, nigga. Like, what the fuck you want to commit? And I think it's about control and manipulation at that point. You want somebody with a dumb, dumb brain. Let's give you dick and then not um, worry about how you treat them. But not only did she go to jail. She got out. Nigga, what the fuck? Look, dude, if a, if a black teacher... Black male teacher fucked a, a 13-year-old white female teacher. They would hit this nigga with the book. Throw him under the jail. Look, nigga, you going to be under the jail, okay? You won't see some sunlight. You stick your head out this rabbit hole. Get your vitamin D on. And then get back down there. You know what you did? Different rules for different folks. Different rules for different folks. Let's see what else. I saw some other shit, too. Oh yeah, this 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 uh this broad. Oh shit, what is this? Story about the broad. Oh yeah, this a hundred and four year old broad died days after world breaking record for oldest skydiver. And the question I have, did the skydiving make that lady check out a little sooner than <laughs> what she would have? She didn't skydive. Like, yo, Nana, why are you putting that stress on yourself just late in the 80s? I guess that was on her bucket list. I hope it was the last item. I hope it wasn't some shit like, I'll break this record and then uh, I'll get to meet the president and then my <laughs> my list is over. I hope that wasn't the case because uh, Nana's dead. Ow, 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 ow. Uh. That's what I said. I don't know, man. We 104, you obviously, like, looking at your mortality in the eye. I wonder if that encouraged you to do some stuff you didn't have courage to do before. Maybe this lady been thinking about skydiving since she was 74. She was like, I'm too old for that shit. And then by the time she was 104, she was like, I'm too old not to do this shit. Bombs away. I wonder, like, maybe something in your mind when you get that age, like, fuck it, I'm doing it. I don't think I would jump out of an airplane, though. I smoked some crack. Had me a crack day. Oh. I imagine some song just played uh, two times fast in your head when, you, when you're high <laughs> off of crack. Didn't it? Didn't it? Didn't it? Here's the DMX. They don't know. Didn't it? Didn't it? Who we be? Didn't it? Didn't it? The streets. I love them. I hate them. A constipation. Oh, yes. I don't know why I'm so keyed up this morning. Taking over me. I can't help it. Rolling in the fever. 
Take the side of me. Oh, fast me, shut. Oh, yes. Taking over me. I think that's it. I think it's over. A fascination. Oh, yes. Taking over me. Yeah. All right. That's it. This has been another Derek Thompson presentation. Thank you for riding along.